Psychotherapy with Dr. Afia. This podcast is dedicated to exploring the relationship between our hair, our health, and our heritage. For my third season, I'm sitting on the couch with influential psychologists, and I'd love to invite you to listen in as we explore the significance of mental health, the important relationship between psychologists and our communities, and why culturally informed wellness is important to us, and even some common myths about our work. In this episode, we will discuss a variety of topics, but particularly millennial mental health providers. And so I have one of the queens of self-care, Ome Kune, aka Ashley Freeze, at Kundaya. How is that? Perfect. <laughs> so Omi is a mental health therapist and an intuitive, holistic health practitioner based in New York City. Omikunle offers complementary and alternative treatment options, such as natural medicine, yoga, energy healing, meditation, and so much more. Omikunle is also a first-year doctoral student studying mind-body medicine, specializing in integrative mental health. So I'm so excited that I ran into her at the Association of Black Psychologists 51st Annual Convention. So I'm like, girl, we got to do this podcast. (laughs) So I know that I just read your bio, but of course, there's so much stuff that is not in your bio that makes up who you are. So could you tell me and the listeners a little bit about how you fell in love with wellness meditation and mental health services like how did you know that you were going to do this (laughs) of course so i um i went to famu florida a&m university people love that school love that school i'm very very (laughs) very proud okay she's doing she's doing some snake hands or something right now (laughs) yeah so i i absolutely love famu and being a student at FAMU, you're introduced to professors that you wouldn't find at any other university. So the professors there, they were practicing meditation and yoga, teaching and offering yoga classes and um, providing insights and information on African spirituality. And so it was through my master's program um, and through learning about black psychology and about how we are multidimensional beings mm. and that we have to address ourselves on all levels in order for us to be well and so yeah I just went into this deep dive of holistic health when I began my studies at FAMU. Okay because I saw you today present with was he one of your former professors Dr. Denard? Tell me a little bit about him and your relationship of working with him. Yes so Baba Denard he I also was his student academically but spiritually I'm initiated under him into a yoga lineage which we call Sma M Saku Mm. Um, and it's amazing to have a black guru so his his guru is actually Indian or East Asian and so you know we look for ourselves and the people that we go to for spiritual guidance and yeah it's it's amazing so we would have these yoga sessions from nine to sometimes four o'clock in the morning and we're just talking and yeah I'm serious so (laughs) the yoga might be about an hour but we're talking about dreams someone had like minor initiations that are going on and um just he's just lecturing he's telling us about his life and his spiritual journey and we're sharing about some of the insights we're having and our third eye opening and so it's just really really special Tallahassee is a really special place yeah, people always tend to love it. And I feel like I'm being actively recruited by FAMU sometimes <laughs> to come down there. They show so much love. 
But it yeah. sounds like it, it's this very safe community yes. to explore African spirituality Ashe. and even learning some, you hear her saying Ashe, <laughs> <laughs> learning special skill sets yes. related to accessing your deeper spiritual self or really even learning how to take care of your body, right. it sounds like. Right, right. Okay, I, yeah. I was not vegan when I entered FAMU. As a student, I was I wasn't even Omikunle Ekundayo. I was Ashley Freeze. I was Christian. I was a completely different person. Wait, did you have a perm? I no, I was natural. Yes, actually I was natural, but I didn't have locks. Okay. I didn't have locks at the time. Um FAMU, it just it the the information that was introduced to us, it really forces you to look at your habits and be accountable. You know, because sometimes you say, well, I'm this way because I'm an Aquarius. And you just go with these negative habits. But I don't know. It was something about being in that space. I just held myself accountable. And I wanted to be mm. healthy on all levels. So, mm. Okay, getting that good Florida mm. sun, mm-hmm. ripe fruits and vegetables, <laughs> get, getting all your chakras aligned. Yes. Um. So, and even with this journey, how do you have, I don't know if I want to call it the discipline, because okay. I find it, it's really hard. Isn't it really hard to be on this self-care, enlightenment journey <laughs> and take people along with you on it? Yes, it is. And I'm glad you brought that up because I recently um, had to take a step back from supporting other people because in sharing in sharing what I was so excited about with other people, I kind of stopped doing the work. Mm-hmm. I did, and I didn't realize it. It just happened so it just happened and I'm planning all of these retreats and I'm starting all these businesses to help people do their work and I wasn't doing mine Mm -hmm. and so my body in a in a very strong and powerful way during the last moon cycle let me know I needed to bring more attention to myself and so I've been doing that it's my I think my 22nd day of a 42 day fruit fast and so Mm -hmm. I've just been giving a lot of attention (laughs) to myself and eating well and taking my herbs and Doing the work, so you're right. It's hard. Okay, so so, so you are a fruititarian right now. Yeah, temporarily, okay. officially. <laughs> she, she's on that next level stuff. Soon, it's just gonna be sunlight and dew. Fresh uh, <laughs> dew, like a Dr. Africa talks about. So it's, I'm I'm happy you're bringing up um, the skill set required to negotiate promoting self care for other people. Mm-hmm. So how many self care businesses do you have right now? Because <laughs> I follow you on Instagram. You have like multiple accounts, all this. Yeah, how many businesses do you have related to wellness and mental health? And yeah, right. tell us a little bit about how that works. Okay. So the holistic health company is called the Omiwali Center. The Omiwali Center. Omiwali translates to water returns. And I called it water returns or the Omiwali Center because Water is very important, and mm-hmm. I associate water with love, peace, and joy. And I just feel like we need that to return back to ourselves, back to our world. And we're also in the age of Aquarius. And so mm-hmm. um, just wanted to highlight that energy and just emphasize that through the business. And through that, we offer many different services um, online. We do online courses. And it started that way, just this online community, um, studying together. We had a Facebook group, and we are just saying, hey, did you read this book? Did you learn about this? And um, eventually, we, we began to take uh, meditation classes together. We would do mantra work together. 
and I recently was able to open a home office and so now I can invite people into my space and I love it it's so peaceful and calming and so we're based in the Bronx um and yeah I'm I'm offering emotional wellness and qigong one-on-one yoga herbal therapy I'm certified to you know prescribe herbs as well I studied in Brazil and Colombia and that was amazing okay international Um, with this training (laughs) So, yes, the Omiwali Center, pretty much any alternative therapy someone is looking for, um, I might have had some sort of training in it. So even with my Ph.D. program, hypnosis is my specialty. So if someone's interested in that, they can just say, hey, let me know. But all of this isn't on my website. I'm still figuring out, you know, how to package everything. But that's the Omiwali Center. And then um, under the umbrella of the Omiwali Center, we have the Soul Care Retreat. And that has been very, very fun and very healing. And we were just having such a good time. We had one in January um, in which we went to Jamaica, Haiti, and Mexico. And it's just a space where black women, black men, we get together and we do the work. You know, we're practicing yoga, practicing meditation, affirmations. We're being honest with ourselves. This is an energy block. This is how I'm going to work through it. And so I, I love the Soul Care Retreat. And they turn up. I think I mentioned it <laughs> earlier. <laughs> they turn up. My boundary is sleep. So I, I did want to mention that because it's not just us doing healing work and just going to sleep and waking up and starting all over again. They have a good time. And I have a good time, too. But I just really need my sleep. So around, like, 930, I'm sleeping because I have to teach yoga at 8 a.m. And they're like, oh, we just went to bed at 6, but we wanted to make your yoga class. <laughs> But that tells me that there's a desire for community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're just taking advantage of that. And they still have. We have group me's and um, WhatsApp group chats that we ch- we're we checking in every day. There's notifications in these groups. And friendships have begun. Relationships have begun. So people are finding love at the retreats and oh, everything. Wow. So, you know, you're looking for spaces where there's people that are like-minded. And mm-hmm. so this is a space for people who are looking for yeah, well, I do have to admit, I think that's how we connected, too. So, of mm-hmm. course, um, we first met through the Association of Black Psychologists. But last summer, my parents had their 50th wedding anniversary. And so they encouraged the whole family to go on a cruise together. And so I remember getting off the dock in Dominica. Mm-hmm. And so I hear somebody say, hey, Dr. and Billy Shock. I'm like, who is this that knows me? I got my bikini on. Who is it? And so it was only like, hey. I'm like, hey, girl. And so I remember that being such a healing day. I Because, okay, I remember there were multiple buses and, like, all the white people went on one bus. And we were like, 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 no, let's stay together. And we went to the baths. What was it? I'm trying to think. Like, these special. We went to, like, a natural spring. Spring, And then we did a hot, what was it? The hot springs and the cold springs. Yeah, so going between the different temperatures. And they were naturally incurring and had different, um sulfurs and wow, stuff and wow. and then i think we went and got like food from other places do we eat i feel like we there did. were so many different healing things and i think we even meditated mm-hmm. in the I'm, hot springs too when your husband encouraged me to meditate that was a pivotal moment for me because people know that i practice meditation just mm-hmm. because of my just the way I express myself and some of the things that i post but no one ever requested me to do that and 
I just did. I was obedient in that moment. And I was just like, okay. And it was short, but it was still very powerful for me. So that cruise that we both were on, it inspired the Soul Care Retreat. I'm not going to really? lie. Yeah, so I was like, wow, this is like, I have chills right now. Yeah, because I, rem- I can remember this because I even said, I said, you know, this is what I want to do with my life. I said, I want to do some like mental health tourism. Yes. And so since then, I've taken people to Cuba. And so that was part, I think something happened in that hot tub. Or yes, <laughs> and we both tub. were like, because we're like, this is, <laughs> this is what it means in terms of taking black people to black places and engaging in the existing healing modalities in those spaces right. and being on the water. It has yes. this whole reverse slavery thing when you're on a cruise with black right. people. We really like get into like the return. <laughs> but this, this is interesting that that, was a pivotal moment to think about your career and journey Mm -hmm. of being a healer in terms of utilizing the gifts and talents and skills that you've developed back in college and really making it employable and impactful in other people's lives. Okay, this is deep. Yeah, This is getting really deep. Right. Yeah, so, okay, I have to ask too. I consider you a millennial. I'm a cusp millennial, so I'm like on that (laughs) upper level. Um, on the edge, but it seems like you have really mastered promoting wellness on social media. Like you got nice lighting and outfits. Can you tell us how you use social media intentionally to promote um, wellness, but even an African-centered wellness? Right. Yeah, I'm just unapologetically myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that for a long time, I tried to put out content that people would like. And it wasn't until I decided I need to be authentic and just express who I am and what I'm trying to share with the world, that that's when my visibility increased and more people were attracted to the different pages, you know, that we talked about earlier. So I would say just being myself and not caring about backlash and what do you mean ancestors and that's voodoo and this and that. I don't care what you think. You know what I mean? That that does not impact me. It doesn't move me in any way. So just being really strong in who I am because um, this is my experience and it's real mm-hmm. for me and it's changed my life. And you can see if you've known me before I was Omikunle Ekundayo, you can see that I'm literally a different person and mm-hmm. a positive person. Nothing but light energy. There's no darkness in what we offer through our services. So um, I would say I just, I'm just authentic and mm-hmm. I just try to um, post what comes from my spirit and mm-hmm. not look at what other people are posting and, oh, this person got all of these likes when they shared this about the ancestors. So it just has to come from spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and you certainly have the glow. Oh. Um, and so it's interesting because even in talking to other social media influencers, they're actually not consuming that much social media in terms of putting the information out there and just letting it be received by who's supposed to receive it. But I'm wondering, do you have any people that you follow that have really impacted your wellness journey? Hmm. Um, there is got to be Oshun. Her name is Ia Akalatunde. She's actually my godmother. 
And I found her on a YouTube video five years ago. And um, she is absolutely amazing. And I've been, I worked with her the the day I found her is the day I booked a reading with her, um, Difa, like, you know, Mm. divination. And it wasn't until this year that I had enough courage to actually reach out and tell her that I personally want to work with her. Um, And so she's been amazing. And I'm trying to think about other people on social media that I follow. Definitely my sister, Olanike OC. She's mm-hmm. the creator of Selfish Babe. It's an app, and it's incredible. It's changing women's lives, and it's teaching women how to selfishly love themselves. And so she's done well in, in just just being herself authentically, practicing African spirituality on the forefront and not hiding that. Mm-hmm. So those are my top two people right now on Instagram. Okay, okay. I, gotta, I have to follow them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then since this podcast is dedicated to hair, yes. I do have to ask you about mm-hmm. your hair journey. So right now, I see you have locks mm-hmm. that that are like waist <laughs> waist length locks. They're crimped, so it must have been braided yes. and taken out. Um, but I've seen you with other hair too. So mm-hmm. could you tell us a little bit about your hair journey? Of course. Um, so I went natural in 2012. Mm-hmm. That's when I cut off all my hair. I had a relaxer. I've always had long hair, healthy hair. My mom taught us how to take care of our hair. And I just was, I don't know, I just was going through some things. I was trying to find myself in college as an undergrad student. It was on the backdrop of, you know, um, Trayvon Martin and just all of these different killings in the black community it was like a war on us it still is and so Mm -hmm. I just I don't know I just cut my hair off and Mm -hmm. it was not a thing I went to a PWI so all the black women there had like weaves and long (laughs) hair and I was just like I don't want to do this anymore so I um I cut my hair in 2012 and then I grew my hair naturally and I started natural locks in 2016 and then in 2017, I combed them out. Mm. I went through something emotional, and I was just like, I need to release this energy. Really? And so I combed my natural locks out, and I regretted it. Mm. I regretted combing those locks out. So I rocked my fro for maybe nine months after I combed it out. And then I went to Napstar in Midtown Manhattan, and I said, I want lock extensions. I want my locks back, and I don't want to wait because I did it. <laughs> I went through that phase. <laughs> And I did not want to wait, and so I um, I installed my, my lock extensions. It's been a year, so this mm. is a year of the same hair that was wow. installed in May of 2018, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And I've since began to model for them, so if you actually go to their website, I'm the model that you see when you try to buy <laughs> this hair. <laughs> so um, I love it. I feel, I just, I love my hair. I know some people feel that lock extensions are disrespectful to like the lock community because mm. they feel like you don't appreciate the journey. Um, if I didn't have the natural locks, I still would feel the same way I feel even if I didn't have that experience. It's my choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, everyone's entitled to an opinion and I'm very much so at peace with my locks. It's still an expression of Africanity. When you see me, you should know what I'm about. You should know that I'm proud to be African, whether I grew them naturally or um, I had them installed to make them a little bit longer. So that's my mm-hmm. position. But I know not everyone agrees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, with, with the neck roll and everything. Okay. <laughs> and the hair flip. Um, yeah, this is really interesting because this type of hairstyling technique is relatively new and not really discussed that much mm-hmm. in terms of how to almost 
I almost think of lock extensions as training wheels in terms of getting like a smoother ride in the mm-hmm. transition. I know that um, I've started people's locks and during that baby teenage phase, it's very stressful. The hair does not look how you want it to look. You expect, when you when you see an example of locks, like I want locks like that, it usually can take like 10 years to get that right. look. But in terms of really getting the image of yourself that you saw from within, probably during one of your meditations, it sounds like it's more aligned that this is how you see yourself in your hair looks beautiful. Thank you. So, Thank yeah, you. Th- I, I need to do more research into the process of even um, getting it. So, will this last forever? Like, how? Yeah, so far. Um, they're okay. I, I will eventually start to cut them off, but um, mm. one actually has fell off a little okay. bit, but it can be reattached. But I'm at peace with saying, oh, yeah, this is a natural lock for those mm-hmm. of, you know, the community who wants to know what does my locks look like, <laughs> you know, without the extension. Um and so, yeah, you can cut them off or trim them as you go. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I really enjoy the length. And I think the same way women are able to, like, wear wigs or just mm-hmm. do different things. Men can buy beards now. <laughs> you know? Well, we, I just interviewed Wade the Barber. And so right. that's his whole business of big right. beards and hair. He does locks, too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, we're just having fun. You know, yeah. there's no harm in it. I don't think so. Okay. I like that. So, um... Yeah, there's so much that you've talked about today. I feel like I need to get a better self-care process um, in terms of really being a healthy healer myself. I'm trying to meditate. I'm trying to. Emphasis on trying. But I'm going to get it one day. (laughs) Um, But I guess, too, um, I really want to thank you for the work that you're doing in promoting African wellness. Um, A lot of voices have been muted, and I think that it's good that your work shows that people want this information. The way that you said it happens naturally and it's just sort of infused in terms of lifestyle brands to some degree. So thank you so much for joining me. I pulled you up here to get this thing going. Um, I can see why so many people are interested in your work and building your business. I need to make an appointment. So do you do it over the phone, like yes. meditations and stuff? Yes, I do offer um, FaceTime or video chat and also phone sessions as well. Okay. I saw that you do that as well on your, yes. your recent posts. Yeah, we yeah. have to make it accessible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Omi. So how can listeners get in contact with you specifically to keep up with your project, Soul Hair, your center? How does that happen? Okay, so you can go to omiwali.com. That's O-M-I-W-A-L-I.com and subscribe for our email. Uh, You can also find us on Instagram at the Omiwali Center. We're also on Facebook. Um, My personal Instagram is omikunlewa. O-M-I-K-U-N-L-E-W-A. And those are the spaces that I post most of our um, our retreats, our classes, and just different offerings that we have. So, yes. All right. Lovely. And as always, you can follow the latest psychotherapy information through our website, psychotherapy.org, and Instagram handle at psychotherapy. And, of course, if you love this podcast, which I hope you do, Please consider sharing, maybe with someone who's just getting into their wellness journey, maybe getting into their lock journey or wants to travel. Um, But in closing, let's remember that a path to healthy hair is having strong roots. Thank you so much. I love that.